This week on Rails End Mysteries, Gwyneth Appleton plans an ambush. Aaron Aronson stays away from trouble. Avis Osborne looks into the past. And Agent Erickson is on official business. The car you're following, this old ancient blue Saturn, mm-hmm. suddenly slams on its brakes and it darts into a uh, parking lot um, not very far from the Hungry Hills Cafe, um, right outside of Rails Inn, Pawn and Gun. And she gets out of her vehicle and she points a sawed off shotgun at <gasps> you and she says, why the hell are you following me, mister? Do we see Aaron outside s- the Hungry Hills? He can see you. I'm and not getting mess. involved in this. This one's your mess, guys. I'll step out of my car. I'll step out of the van. Um, I'll keep my hand behind my back on my pistol. Right, that's going to go well. But with my other hand, I'm going to lift out my badge. And I'll say, we're currently investigating this uh, spook light, and we think you might have information that would be beneficial. And I have the badge out. I suggest you put the shotgun away before things get unnecessarily complicated. (laughs) She says, I ain't got no information on the spook light because you bastards keep getting in my way of getting the information. You just leave me alone and let science happen. We wanted to help you with this, I say from the van. (laughs) Window rolled down. Gwyneth is sitting in her hammock playing Candy Crush while listening to the situation. (laughs) (laughs) So she looks at you in, in the van having rolled down the window and says... You let me do my work, and you lot do your work. We don't want you getting hurt. Also, it seems our work From what we've heard, this seems to take people. Yeah. Also, that. She says, well, look. How about this? I will take you down to where I'm setting up my equipment, but you need to leave my equipment and me alone. I, I think we can manage that. What, what, what do you think? You think we can manage that, right? Gwen this seems, this seems possible. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. You have yourself a deal, ma'am. Good. Hey, Aaron, get over here. We got a place to be. I yell. Have you dealt with the... Road. Yeah. yeah. So I stroll over like, sup, let's go. I mean, if you don't want to ride. So at this point, the lady has put the gun back in her vehicle. That's good. And says, "Um, I'm Jane Lackler, Professor Jane Lackler. Follow me. And she jumps back in her old blue Saturn and heads out south of town. I follow. Okay. She drives about 12 miles and arrives at a little uh, pull-off spot with a little gravel parking area 
just before a bridge, and the sign on the bridge marks the river as the Little Fork River. Oh. Hey, we would have showed up at the same place anyway. Why? It was kind of ridiculous. We're at odds. Heading the same place to investigate the same thing. So, she pulls in and says, I'm going to be hiking down the way there. She points to the uh, east down the river. To the um, campsite? Yes, to the campsite. We're and I'm going to set up my equipment. And she says, well, if you all are walking there, I will let you help tote this stuff so I don't have to make five trips. All right, let's, let's help. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, grab some equipment for the mat lady. <laughs> yes. Come on, John. Come on, Avis. Avis lifts a box. Okay, John, well, big... He is not super muscular. <laughs> None of us have um, tough. I will attempt to lift a box. Yeah. Well, you get it all lifted. It's not very heavy. This isn't something okay. that is, you know, beyond human capabilities or anything like that. Are you yeah. sure? I could so, pull out some magic, but I feel like that's overkill. So you walk down a trail that mostly follows the riverbank and that... Um, leads you, you know, through the twists and turns and the underbrush, and you come to a broad gravel bar. There's obvious remnants of many camps that have been uh, made in the area, um, old campfires and, you know, old, you know, uh, impressions where you, there's obviously been a lot of tents pitched in the same spot over and over again. And it's very peaceful. It's very pretty and cooler than the otherwise hot summer day around you because it's shaded uh, with the trees overlooking everything. And it's very nice. And uh, Jane Lackler starts setting up her equipment, pointing it uh, south to the other side of the river. So does the light normally come from the south? Spook light? Well, uh, that's what I think. Um, that's what my studies have shown is most likely the case, but I don't know. I haven't taken any data yet. This is my first chance. I've only been at the college for the last 15 years. Mm. This is the first time that light's fired up. And possibly the last set before, for like another 20, right? Well, it seems to be on a pattern of between every 18 to 22 years, there's, this thing has fired up. And that's why I wanted to choose this, as, this uh, position at the College of Mines. I mean, there are better schools for a metallurgy professor than this, but there's not a place where a metallurgy professor can dabble in her side interests like this. I was going to ask why a, a metallurgy professor was such an expert in the paranormal. She sighs and says, I'm not an expert in the paranormal. I'm merely seeking knowledge. Yeah. Shall we offer a nice trade here where we tell you everything we found out in our investigation and you tell us everything you found out in our investigations, which are on the same page? Because I picked up a few clues the other one hasn't. She sort of scowls at you and says, I, I've been researching this phenomenon for the past 15 years. I... I don't think this is going to be a fair exchange. <laughs> I want to sort of wander away from where she's setting up some stuff to another section of the campsite and pull out my book yeah. to use some magic. Okay. 
specifically because one of the things in use magic is um, to let's see observe another place or time. I want to mm-hmm. observe this place, but I have an approximate time mm-hmm. that I know something happened here related to the spook light. I know that Leroy fought something with a flaming stick at one oh. point in about this location. And mm-hmm. so I want to try to use some of the spells that I've copied down in my book here mm-hmm. to recreate that so I can possibly get some information from them. Okay. So how, how does your uh, magic casting work? I'm just curious. Um, I, over the years in traveling around, got a hand-me-down sort of spell book from another individual who had similar powers mm-hmm. and scribbled in it was her own findings um, from various different practitioners of magic. And so I sort of have this hodgepodge book with different, some pages are written in Latin, some are in sort of Celtic-based language. There's all sorts of things thrown together into it and different types of magic. I, I think this one's probably sort of a, some sort of Latin chanting spell that would cause uh, lights in the air and probably involves drawing in the dust or moving stones around to create circles or uh, runes of various varieties to enact them. Okay. That seems good. So you set up some stones in a circle and you chant a little bit and we'll see how successful you are. We'll see how I roll. Um, It doesn't bode well considering my record here. Okay, that's a five plus weird. So that's a seven. That's a mixed success. Um, It works imperfectly. So I choose an effect and a glitch. The effect I want is I want to look at this place at a different time. And whenever um, Agnes was choose, there? Yes. Okay. Yes. And you choose the glitch. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that the the glitch is that the effect is weakened. So okay. you get just a very brief glimpse of this time. Yeah. And it's very blurry and hazy. But you see um, a young couple. Uh-huh. Um, because of the focus you've had on them, you assume it is this Agnes you've heard about and Leroy. Uh-huh. And they're in a tent. It's almost like an old army tent sort of thing, you know, with, you know, basically a pole on either end, and they're inside of it. And there's a, well, they're enjoying one another's company, and there's a green light that's coming in around the flap of the tent. And at first they don't notice it because they're so focused on one another, but pretty soon, um, you know, they're noticing this light out there, and Agnes is frantically trying to leave the tent to go to the light. And Leroy is holding her down and saying, no, no, you need to stay here. It's not safe. And then there's something that you hear outside that's sort of shuffling like it's dragging through the, the rocks on the riverbank. So it's like a dragging noise? It doesn't sound like footsteps? It sounds like something... It sounds like something shambling. Okay. I'm guessing it sounds large in that case? It sounds fairly large, but it doesn't seem like it's necessarily... It could be a large human being okay. that you're hearing. A clumsy large human being. Yes, it's sort of dragging like feet through the rocks because you know how it sounds when a yeah, foot is being drugged over. through yeah, yeah, a, a yeah. gravel bed like that. And so that's what it sounds like. Okay. And then um, it's sort of a blur, but then all of a sudden Leroy bolts out of the tent flap and there's a big flare of firelight and there's some screaming 
and you hear screaming from some tents around the area that you hadn't all noticed human, before, though. all human screaming, and then it's all quiet and it's dark and it's still, but the vision goes away. Thanks for listening to Rails and Mysteries. Sasha the dog, who you're about to hear in the background of this episode, would appreciate it if you were to subscribe, rate, and review our little show on your podcast platform of choice. Also, if you're on the Twitter machine, Sasha wants you to follow at Rails in Mystery so you will know when there are new episodes or other happenings. On a final note, if you're enjoying our show but a little confused about the Monster of the Week system we're using, what an actual play podcast is, or what's up with the Ozarks, stay tuned. After the Brave Hunters finish dealing with the Ozark Spooklight, we'll have a midweek bonus episode explaining what it is we're up to. Now, back to this week's adventure. positions um whatever this is it doesn't seem to be as beast-like as i might expect its approach sounded large like dragging feet but not like something rambling through underbrush it's thunder it's okay sasha chill Lay down. Some barking we will edit out. Yes. Okay. Um, it okay. didn't sound like something rushing through underbrush as it approached or anything like that. It sounded like fairly heavy footsteps, but not not what I was expecting from something so dangerous sounding. It's been described mm. as forcefully taking people or attracting people to the light. This is... Hmm. But it's actually a creature. It's not just a big... There's at least a creature involved. Yep. That doesn't mean that the light isn't... And just because it's not large doesn't mean it's not powerful. It was able to disappear a car. It's true. But it... So do you want to do... Anything else as you're uh, on the riverbank? It is now about three in the afternoon, and the sun's not going to go down for another uh, five or six hours. I mean, we can search for evidence of the people who recently disappeared. We could also work on setting up an ambush if we think it's going to come back here tonight. I was going to say, I have some gear in the van uh, we could get set up. Because if we can get up into those trees, I have a sniper rifle. Yeah. I do as so well. So if we're going to have two sniper positions and then... Uh, Aaron, you have a small gun. How do you feel about getting up close and personal with this monster? I absolutely oppose the idea. <laughs> I think... This is the plan that I propose. We set up a tent in the campsite. We put Aaron in the tent. <laughs> At the campsite. What about Avis? We, Avis, uh, would you be willing to stay in the tent as well? Well, I suppose. We I wanted to see but realistic. no funny business, Missy. 
you ain't my type. And you ain't mine. Yikes. Peddlers. <laughs> Fake crystals and fake magic. I'm not interested, man. So if we put them in the tent, then John, you and I could be in different trees with our rifles watching the gravel. If I don't get a say in this, could we at least bring some fire? It's the one thing that might have worked. It does seem like fire may be the right way to go. I did get a my vision focused a little bit on fire, would, so that could be a key. Would I have any road flares in my van? Um, do you have road flares in your van? It's up to you. I would think I would. Yeah, I think you do. All right. I have some flares. Uh, you can have one if you want. We can also make a campfire, since we know it. We don't want to burn bright, though. We don't want it burning bright, but we can set up a campfire as long as it's burned down by by the time the light shows up. Which could be used as a weapon, but also it makes it all look normal. True. Also, if we have a fire that's dimmed down, I can put my Dutch oven on it and make more hot dish. <laughs> we are running low. Uh, you will need to eat. I'm still concerned about what we're going to do to stop this light hypnotizing us. That's a fair point. Hopefully, much like our first night in, not all of us will be attracted to the light. So, as as a fan of your characters, <laughs> um. I would note that while I understand there's a certain logic in putting the two with uh, sniper rifles at a distance to, you know, snipe, um, you're using as bait two individuals who have already succumbed to the lures <laughs> of this light once. Um, that could be spectacularly fun for the keeper, but it could also be uh, disastrous for the two individuals involved. We could just blindfold them. And I would also note that, obviously, you, you know, you'll have to roll for this, but you've done no real investigation of the uh, campsite okay, or anything like, else. Recently, I just did a, like, <laughs> let's look into the past, and everybody's you like, decided okay, to look, yeah. You decided to look back, like, you know, 70 years into the past instead of just last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got information. There's I understand that this is fascinating, but... <laughs> now, who cares about these two people? They may even still be alive, but who cares? Yeah. I guess I'll investigate the present camp. I did suggest that earlier. It's so much less exciting, though. Well, so that would be investigate a mystery. Okay. Sure. It's under the couch. Really? Just gonna get some more dice. Okay. That, that's great. That's a ten. Yeah. Okay. So that's hold three, right? Yes. Okay. Best again, mystery. What do? What happened here? Seems so like a good start. you can see as you're looking at the freshest campsite uh -huh. that there actually are still. 
there, there's a sleeping bag there. Oh, really? And it seems like it was exited quickly. Well, you've noticed that before, but as you're investigating, you see that there's a path that seems to, well, a path, like there's a trail, a, a track, where someone or multiple someone seems to have run from the sleeping bag mm -hmm. down to the river, mm -hmm. and you can even see footprints in the, uh, the mud at the bottom of the river where they seem to have waded or maybe swam across the river to the other side. Um, I'm gonna follow those footprints and look around for any evidence of a creature. Peggy? In particular, like so that involves human? crossing the river. Okay, do you want to do you want to expend any of your other holds at this point as part of the search? I, I want to try to figure out what sort of creature this is from any tracks in the mud because I know that it has feet of some variety. There are no creature tracks on this side of the river. Now, when you get to the other side of That's the river, though, the um, there seems to be not really footprints so much as. Drag marks? Drag marks, where it seems like there were, first of all, heavy feeders, a uh, shambling, basically, something sort of shambling along, and then you see impressions where uh, it looks like a couple of bodies may have fallen and then got drug, drug away. How big are the shambling marks? Are they, like, large leg? They're the, the size of a largish man. Okay. And does it seem to hmm. be a fairly humanoid path or more like all fours? Um, it seems to be vaguely humanoid. Vaguely. One thing that you notice, however, this is you know sort of generous, but it, I think it's fair, is that you notice that after the bodies fell, that the bodies were drug in one direction, but the shambling goes off in a different direction. Oh, okay. There's two somethings. So, should we split and follow the two different paths? Is Perhaps. that side of the river owned by the cantankerous farmer? It is. Yes. That's Old Man Lawson's farm. We were told to stay away from him. I'm sticking with the law enforcement if I got caught trespassing. <laughs> Which, Avis is... Did everyone accompany Avis across the river? Because you're definitely, Avis is definitely on Old Man Lawson's side of the river now. Currently, yes. Yes. I would like to, if I was told of this, as I was like getting gear from my truck, I'll pick out my sniper rifle and kind of suit up with the uh, coveralls. Yeah, I'll get my magnum. Okay, so you're armed. And what are you doing now that you're armed? Uh, I'll go Do we want to grab later. some of the road flares as well? If we're... Yes. Someone grab I'll my grab shotgun a, like... from the Because I'm across the river, and I'm not coming back, but... I'll grab all the guns. <laughs> you probably want the guns. Um, uh, okay, so you're all armed, and you're now on Old Man Lawson's side of the river. Uh-huh. And you have... a trail where it's obvious that something like a body has been drugged through the underbrush. Do we want to follow the bodies, or do we want to follow the shambling? Or do we want to split up? Because that seems great. I would say follow the bodies, since there may be lives at stake. Yeah. I think that's fair. I, I agree. The further away from the monster I am, the happier. 
So this is not actually a difficult trail to follow. Because it's like two bodies. Yes. And... uh, It doesn't really go that far. It goes up to um, a hay field, Mm -hmm. and then it stops at a driveway, a gravel driveway, that you can see on one end is the highway that you were on traveling south of town. And on the other end, you see an old decrepit farmhouse with smoke coming out of the chimney. And you see an old hay barn with uh, you know, old barnwood sides and all the rest. It's enclosed, and it's got a barn door closed tightly shut. Can I check the other side of the driveway to make sure it doesn't continue? The other side of the driveway. Like, are the bodies drug across it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, no, it it seems like they were drug down the driveway one direction or the other, either to the road or to the farmhouse or barn. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we go snooping around that house and barn, we're going to get our heads shot off. We could check the road first and see if there's any signs of a getaway car. Either way, we're going to have to use discretion. They may have rutted it up. Especially with the storm last night. I suppose we should at least take a look. I somehow doubt whatever this was was driving. But maybe it is just a very large, shambling man. Who has lived 70 years. So, you go to the end of the driveway at the road... Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Before yep. we go get into an altercation with an old man, let's yeah. check the less confrontational option first. Okay. So you go to the uh, end of the driveway at the road, and it looks like it hasn't been used in a very long time. It's rutted up from rains. Um, there's a mailbox that's leaning to one side and it's got a lot of junk mail sort of overflowing it. Um, It seems like it hasn't been emptied in a while. Um, Are we sure that this man is alive? There's smoke coming from the house. It just seems unusual to have this much junk mail in your mailbox. I mean, I wouldn't know, but also... It seems like if it wasn't the old man starting that fire, it would be rather dumb to leave all this junk mail in the mailbox in such a suspicious manner. I mean, if I was trying to squat in some old man's house, I would try to make it look like the house was lived in by the actual guy. Yeah. Maybe he just really doesn't like junk mail. I mean, he's the person who got the reputation for being cantankerous in a town like this. I wouldn't put much (laughs) past him. Can I look through the mail and see, like, what it is? You can. Like, is there a recurring sender or something? Uh, There's a whole bunch of ads for rural satellite internet. (laughs) There are um, political mailings. Um, There's a number of missives from a gun rights group. Um, there's catalogs. Mm. There are many copies of the Rails End Reputation. 
there's a subscription renewal notice from the Rails End reputation. From when? How long ago was the renewal supposed to be? Uh, four months ago. Okay. So this mail's been sitting here. Four months. Hmm. I think we need to go cautiously investigate that house. He may shoot our heads off. He, may, to he may shoot our heads off. However, he may also be dead, and whatever's in there may be scarier than an old man trying to shoot our heads off. Do we want to try to check out the barn before we head to, toward the house? <laughs> Probably. I, think that's a I would like idea. to look out look through the barn yeah. first. Yeah. Let, let's head toward the barn. Maybe sort of sneakily. I don't know how well we can sneak, but uh, good old. it seems like we should try. It's a hay field. Yeah. We can sneak through the hay field, try to get close, and then cut to the barn. Yeah. And there are woods all around as well. Yeah, it's very yeah we should probably go into the woods and then cut yeah. out, because that would be out. easier then. Uh, what is closest to the barn? The woods or the hay field? Well, there's woods on two sides of the barn. Okay. There's the house on a third side of the barn, and there's a hay field on the fourth side of the barn. Okay, let's go through the woods on the opposite side from the house. And I'm going to say you don't really need to roll anything for walking through the woods. I think you all are perfectly competent to walk through the woods. Are you sure? Yep. Um, Bold view twisted. Don't question it. Just take the gift. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as you're then looking, there's you know a little bit of a, 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 a gap between the trees that you're hiding behind yeah. and the barn. And so you're looking out, and there is a old sliding barn door and this is an old barn, right? Like this, it's you know probably a hundred years old or more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the wood is very weathered. It's leaning a little bit, and you know you can almost see inside through the holes, you know, from where the knots have fallen out of the boards and such. But you can't quite see in. Um, it's about say ten feet of distance from the trees you're hiding behind, and uh, the barn. And there's a door on this side. So you said there were like openings of some kind that we can't quite see. Yeah, like if you've seen an old barn like this, the the wood has knots that over the years the knots will basically fall out, right? Like they they shrink a little bit differently and so Mm. there's little gaps like that and gaps between the boards too where they've shrunk over the years. None of them very big. Can I use can I use the scope on my sniper rifle again as like a telescope and try to like look through the knots and see if there's any light or something. You can certainly attempt it. Barn. I would like to t- attempt that. <laughs> okay. Um, there's not really a role for this, and what, what I'm just thinking about the physics of the situation. What you can do is you can see there's there's things in the barn. You can see there are definitely things in the barn. Um, there's no light source in the barn. Um, are they moving things? You do not see anything moving as you're looking in. Do we hear anything, like the sound of anyone moving around near the barn or anything like that? You just hear uh, normal wood wood sounds. There's some birds calling. There's a squirrel chittering at you. Angrily, um, I'm sure. Angrily, um, but that's it. While everyone's doing this, I'm going to go and see if I can find the door and if it's just unlocked. You, indeed, you walk up to the door, which was, you know, there's a door on either end, one side facing the house, the other side facing you on the back side where you are, and the door just simply slides open. Yeah. Guys. Nice work, Aronson. (laughs) 
always try the doors. <laughs> I learned a lot from my mother on jobs like this. <laughs> Your mother did jobs like this? Sorry, no, I, I didn't say anything. Like, my mother's a good law-abiding citizen. You hear nothing from me. Just like... Uh. I'll sling the sniper onto my back and pull out the 9mm. Yeah, my magnum yeah. is ready. Uh, okay. Just going so in guns blazing set the right signal, guys. That make, that's, that's, side, that's a shot on the site. So as you go into the barn, the first thing you see, and this is, um, you know, before you even get to the hay that's stacked up in the barn, um, is you mm-hmm. see a dusty still. Oh, cool. An old, old copper pot with the coils of wire. Um, but it's covered with dust. It doesn't seem it like it's been, been used, used in a while. There's also a few barrels and a couple the of jumps. The moonshine is made of people. <laughs> no. No. Um, then there is some bales of hay stacked up. It's pretty you know, old and cruddy looking, um, which is peculiar because you saw that there's you know, been lots of hay being baled around the area as you were driving in. Um, you also notice that the field of hay has not been mown. It's still tall. Uh, on the outside, so this well, hay seems rain. to have been there for a while. It has just rain, and you. It wouldn't be. Yeah. But this has not been put up this season. Okay. This hay is older than this season. And what um, time of? It's early August. So that's a bit weird. Well. But we don't know that. But that character. Fine. We don't. <laughs> True. So do you want to keep pushing into the barn? Yeah. 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 Out. Is it dark? Well, you. it is certainly dim in the barn. It's currently, as we're okay, thinking I'll, about the time of day, it's probably about, eh, six o'clock in the evening at this point. And by the time you've hiked through the woods and all the rest of it. Um, so the sun is still well up and, you know, there's some light coming in through the door and the cracks in, in the walls and stuff, but it's dim. I'll switch the pistol out for a flashlight. Then. No, okay. you idiot. Don't use lights when you're sneaking <laughs> in a place you're not meant to be. Spooky mistake, mister. I'm not turning it on. Not yet. So you have it in hand. And also, I, I have it in hand. And technically, I'm here on official business, and I kind of tap the pocket with my badge yep. in it. The best the official business. <laughs> well... Does like your sort of business require warrants and shit? What was that? Don't you need warrants if you're the part of the government? Shh. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We'll worry about that later. Sometimes <laughs> the best kind of official business is official business that no one ever knew happened. What, what old man don't know can't hurt him. So we keep the lights up, keep this one down low, and we'll get in and out with no trouble at all. Keep it up like this. Unofficial official business. So as you're pushing along <laughs> past the uh, hay that has been stacked up, um, you see an old uh, Bronco. Looks like it's from back, maybe even made in the 80s. Oh, like the one that was lost. Could be. <laughs> Don't give me that look. 
Hmm. Can I look around for evidence of the campers from last night? You can. Would that be an investigative mystery? It would be investigative mystery. I thought it might be. Come on, dice. That's a seven. Um, so hold one. Mm-hmm. What is being concealed here? There's a manger, an old uh, manger like was used to feed cattle out of, mm-hmm. on the end of the barn towards the house. And there seems to be a trail uh, where it, it's been disturbed around the manger. Mm-hmm. The, the hay and the dust on the floor of the barn, which is just ground, it's just dirt, has been disturbed over by the manger. Okay, and there's hay, and it looks, it's old hay, to be sure, but it looks like it's been freshly spread out in this manger. I sort of try to move some with, like, the the butt of my shotgun. And you see, underneath the hay, two bodies. Looks like we found my probable cause. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>